For somebody to tell Craig I've got some popsicles for him. Weasley some bitch. Fuck those countercult douchebags. Countercult? Blah! Absolutely not. No goddamn way are you listening to that smut in this house, Bobby. Tien, our job is to report the news, not fabricate it. That's the government's job. I'm the kind of guy who'll drink a gallon of gasoline so I could piss on your campfire. Well, look at that. You can see my dick from here. have to ask what if that isn't what happened. What if someone else unleashed that virus? What if someone else killed all those people? Would you really want to know who it was? Sure. Even if it was someone working for this government? Close we are to chaos. I want everyone to remember why they need us. In the forming... Scum, welcome to another episode of the Counter Cool Podcast. We're doing something special today. Uh, today we decided to do a new thing called the Ron Friends. But before that, I want to introduce you to our uh, our co-host here. I got Dick with me and Maddie, and two awesome guests. They're our regular contributors. We got Poppy Joe and Chucky. Hey. How are you fellas doing? I'm doing awesome. Good man. Glad to be here. Hell yeah! I'm glad to have you guys here. Oh, yeah, it's awesome to have five people co-host a show. I think it's fucking great. <laughs> Hell, yeah. I'm going to tell you why I think that's great, because that means that Dick can be lazy. Well, I mean, you get what you get, you know? I mean. <laughs> Old starfish, Dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come cheap, though. <laughs> come cheap, come easy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> and usually within a minute. But uh, <laughs> anyways, I like I'm honored to be around some intelligent people, though. So it's it's really awesome to be able to do the raw and friends. I, and I look forward to to many more with with Poppy Joe and, and Chucky D. It's going to be a going to be a fun because you guys are always a fucking wealth of of knowledge. And uh, I love to hear when you guys do research because. You do enough of your passion about everything you say. Always makes for a wonderful show to have you guys on. That's why Maddie. That's why Maddie became a co-host. I mean, we had to have you know Outlaw's intelligent too. He just doesn't talk a lot because I usually you know talk so much bullshit that he doesn't he doesn't get much of a chance to. So we had to have we had to have Maddie come on because Maddie's a little more vocal and he's he's definitely intelligent. So so we've got we got yeah we got those two and I'm just a mascot. <laughs> but uh we are going to do uh, we're going to do these once a month and uh and have have had some discussion finalized anything i've i spoke to rosemary earlier and hopefully hopefully i can work out some details with her i think she's going to come on when she can and i think we're going to do a type of rewilding round table for those who are in it, who are uh, familiar with her uh discord server it's with the rewilding server. And that's one that, you know, that's one that we, uh, that we fuck around with. We just like, it's got a lot of awesome information on it. 
everything from prepping and, and keeping livestock. And I think uh, uh, armor, of course, of course, we got the Burt's Rec Room over there where uh, I get in and talk shit about guns and, and calibers and uh, go all Burt Gummer. So there's a lot of cool shit over there. You know, growing your own food sustenance. I mean, these are these are things that some of the information that I've just, just that I've seen you two uh, or you all of you actually contribute over there is, you know, to somebody that doesn't know it, that's great. You know, it's goes back to the old teach a man to fish. You know, um, I still like the Ron Swanson, the Ron Swanson point of view on that, though. <laughs> fuck, <laughs> fuck teaching a man to fish. He can, that shit's easy. He can figure it out. But no, seriously, it's it's got a it's it's a bunch of cool shit, man. I, I like to tan hides and hunt and shit. So that's I look forward to doing that too. So I look forward to to branching out and bringing a lot more material to the to the countercult name. So that's what countercult's all about, you know, countering the the narrative. And I mean, when the government's you know they're already calling people who do their own gardening and and sustenance, you know, farming sustenance living, they're already calling them extremists. So we know that we're at the point that we need to be sharing the information with people. But anyways, Maddie, will you please kill us with the deeds and the porn voice? I haven't had it in like two, what, three weeks now? I'm out of practice. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to do it in the porn voice. Well, Just give us the deeds. You know how, you know how it is, guys. Let's, let's all be bros and share the show. First of all, get that out there. Let's let's give it to all of that shit. Give it, to, give it to your friends. Give it to your family. Give it to... Put it on air when you leave the house for your dog to listen to. He'll love it. Just play it for everyone. Also, if you're looking for the drip, we've got all the best drip over at Tee Public. Are we on Tee Public? Yes, Tee Public. Okay, yeah. that's right. I couldn't remember, man. My bad. Yeah, yeah, we're trying to branch out, but yeah, Tee Public right now, yeah. All right, so it is Tee Public, and we've got all sorts of stuff over there, guys. We've got mugs, we've got t-shirts, we've got sweaters, we've got toques, we've got whatever it is you may be looking for. All right, check us out over there. And, of course, check us out on Facebook. Check us out on Instagram. Are we on TikTok? I don't know. I'm not on socials. Soon to be. Who could soon to be. <laughs> Hell, yeah. There we, we go. Are, we are soon to be on TikTok, yeah. I'm working <laughs> that one out with Melissa. <laughs> We're trying to get that set up. So that might be in the coming, like, next two to three weeks. Those so. clips are going to be crazy. Yes. So now you're yes. also driving the People's Liberation Army crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, put the brown bomb on the TikTok. Oh, fucking hey, I'll put the brown bomb on. The I, I actually have a picture of the toilet that I that I took just to give it. I had to send it to my brother. I work with him, so. Oh no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we take we play we play a little game I like to call battle shits. So, <laughs> so we we yeah you got you got to take an awesome picture. You know, I'm I'm gonna have to start bringing props in like you know like a can of corn and some some beard hairs. <laughs> sprinkle those bad boys on the toilet seat like a garnishment oh. <laughs> like a garnish that's what a garnishment i'm thinking about my paycheck sorry guys but anyways anyways we've got a we've got a bomb ass show for you outlaw i'm gonna kick it over to you because you uh, you're gonna kind of kind of keep us straight and and we'll go we'll uh take it with the topics you have uh selected for us tonight all righty sounds good so before i start um where was I going with this? Anyway, so before I start, um, we're just doing, uh, I want to say 20 minutes per topic or give or take or however much time we need. So anyway, I know Chucky, you said you wanted to do body doubles. So uh, what's your take on that? 
Well, I mean, Hollywood's got this trend that's going on where a celebrity will be going through some sort of crisis and they'll disappear from the public eye for, you know, a couple of weeks to a couple of months, kind of something like that. And then when they reappear, they come back like nothing's wrong, except their facial features are all fucked. Like their earlobes might be out of place or their chin might be different or their skin tone. Like they're not the same people as the ones that disappeared. It's like they're rapidly cloning these people and killing the original or something. I don't get what's going on, but it's really fishy. Have you all ever... um... Oh, go ahead, Poppy Joe. I heard, heard the book. Uh, I can't remember the name of the guy. I think it's, it was basically the guy who claimed he became Paul McCartney. Yeah. <laughs> Paul McCartney basically died. And and they put all these like hints in the songs. And everybody said, oh, they're just trying to sell more records. The backward speech. Yeah. But apparently, <clears throat> this guy is like, I mean, it was something like he was taller than Paul. And of course, they stopped touring. Right. And so they were only going in the studios and they'd have little, you know, he'd kind of show up in public from time to time, but they would never have him stand next to the other Beatles because you'd be able to see that he wasn't the same height anymore. Because everybody remembers, like, you know, in the old days where they all, they'd always show them together in a picture and, you know, you could see, you know, they were always the same height. So, and apparently this guy actually wrote a book about it. And that, that, I don't know, that just like, Every crazy conspiracy thing I've ever heard, that one like really bothered me for some reason. I didn't like Paul, Paul McCartney, but that's just so freaking weird. And it but it explains the falling out he had with John Lennon, right? Um, apparently, his wife, after Linda McCartney died, made a statement in front of the press saying, you know, I could, you know, when they were going through their divorce, she said, I could ruin him. You know, I got the secret on him. And she wouldn't say what it was because she had signed an NDA, but she was hitting at it. Right. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I tend to think that's, that's probably legit. And that's going back to the sixties. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And isn't it in, is it strawberry fields? Where at the end of the song, you can hear I buried Paul. Yeah. yeah. One of them, if you play it backwards, supposedly says Paul is dead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, those the masking tracks, I think, is what they call them. You know, when you play a, a vinyl backwards, uh, and I have heard that theory a few times. Chuck, you've been one into conspiracies, you know, since twenty twenty, and and also being a big you know uh, music fan. You know, same with uh, some of the some of the occultish things that surrounded Zeppelin. I think there was a lot of that occultish aura around the Beatles as well, and you can even see. In what is it? Is it Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club? You can even see Crowley is Crowley's face is in that crowd. So there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, of occultish themes to those to those albums. But as far as like you're talking about the body doubles, did you guys did you guys happen to see? Do you remember the chick that freaked out on the airplane saw the uh, saw yeah. the the NPA yeah. or whatever yeah. or MPC? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then, when she comes out, finally, like a month later, and like it doesn't even look like the same chick. Oh yeah, just, just vaguely. Yeah. And she's like, "Yeah, I was just." You know, she just gives like a bullshit. I can't even remember what the excuse was. So much bullshit, and you could tell that that either that wasn't her or something. Like you could tell the person had been. Get, you could even see her looking kind of off of the camera. You know, giving a uh, uh, like she was being given directions. 
yeah. you know, you see that, like talking about the doubles, you also see like the, the sagging skin masks. So, you know, I'm sure you guys have seen that too. Well, the masks today are such good quality. You can oh, throw that on yeah. anybody and they look like that person. It's yeah, crazy. Look at what Johnny Knoxville did just on Jackass making the old guy, the, the bad grandpa uh, character. I thought, I mean, yeah. And it's funny. I love it, but it's, Think about how scary that is. Like that looked like a legit fucking grandpa. Um, but those you know. masks that they're making now are even better than that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you see but, it. Like I think the British Prime Minister even had it, where he was scratching his neck in a video, and you could see the fold of the mask keel up. Yeah, and Kamala Toe Harris too. And Biden, because like he's he's rumored to have like three different body doubles. There's what a like, shitty body double. <laughs> uh, well, there was a video of Biden walking down the street outside of this uh, convention center or something like that. And he's not the bumbling old man you see on TV. He's like walking all spry down the street. And the person that's filming is like, oh, you're not the real Biden, are you? You're one of those body doubles. You're the young mm. Biden. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I totally Busted. laid into him. Busted. Well, then he also got the quote-unquote cool Biden with the aviator glasses. Quotations cool Biden. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Dude, we never, we didn't keep up with it. I should have kept going with the fucking snuff the vote. I might still do that, snuff the vote 2024. We might have to make some shirts for that on T-Public. There's nobody to fucking vote for. If, If your vote did count, there's nobody to fucking vote for. Actually, I take that back. If I did... Just from the shit that he gave everybody, fucking Vivek was killing it last week when he fucking called Nikki Haley out. I don't know if you guys saw it, and I hate to oh, get yeah. away from the topic for a minute. Definitely, if if you guys are into the debates, I didn't even fucking, like, I wasn't even looking to find it, but I listened to Andy Frizzell, a fucking awesome podcast, by the way. Uh, I love Andy Frizzell. He, he tells the truth, and he does not give a fuck uh, what anybody thinks about it, and I think it's great. It doesn't even, doesn't, you don't you won't hear an ad. Like, he refuses to put ads on his show because he says he is not letting anybody fucking tell him what to say, what he can and cannot say. I think it's just awesome. But, um, but he was, uh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but he was talking about the Vic said, and he was, he was, they were at this, they were at the debate and he's like, these idiots. And he's talking about Chris Christie's fat ass and Nikki Haley standing next to him. DeSantis is just sitting over there kind of like laughing and nodding at the same time. It was hilarious. Vivek's like, they can't even tell you on a map where the places are that they want to fund in Ukraine. And made it so priceless was that they, that they, that the camera kind of pans over to Nikki Haley's face. Cause I went and watched it afterwards and she has the most fucking confused look on her face. Like, like she had just been busted. Like it was, it was hilarious. It was absolutely fucking priceless. And I said, if he keeps up, I I might actually throw a vote his way. I don't know, but I really, there's just nobody to vote for. These fucking people are just, they're politicians. It's in nothing but empty promises and fucking fake economic issues that they, that they run these campaigns on. Oh yeah. Uh, But anyways, back to the doubles, you know, you mentioned Biden. That's a good one. Um, I've heard, uh, you know, who was it? What there was a Jamie Fox. That's it. Yes, Jamie Fox. That's who I was looking for. I was trying to figure it out without saying, you know, that black guy. But that's what it is. So that, yeah, Jamie Fox. So Jamie Fox is 
apparently has this, you know, the body double too. And, and there's a lot of conspiracy around what had actually happened to him. You know anything about that? Just heard bits and pieces. Sick, but he just like disappeared out of the limelight for a while, came back, he had a different shaped forehead and the tattoo on his head was gone and different moles on his face and uh, acting all strange in like a KFC or something like that. KFC or yeah. McDonald's, one of the two. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really just, just shady. There's a dude, there's, there's a, I mean, Hollywood's crashing. A lot of these conspiracies are just fucking like everybody's talking about them. And and there are, you know, actual people like Orlando Brown who are coming out and like saying, you know, what they're saying is true. Um, I like to, I like, always like to bring up the score anytime somebody fuck, you know, anytime we talk about it, because, you know, people are going to be like, you know, these guys are just schizo fucking conspiracy theorists. But, you know, I can't think of one that I've subscribed to that hasn't at least partially been proven right. <laughs> just hasn't gotten to the point of being proven or disproven yet. I'm not seeing one disproven. Well, um, like a, a Kanye body double. So Kanye started to out the industry on what all the shady shit was going on. Then he disappears and he comes back after his mental breakdown. And next thing you know, he's spouting all that pro Hitler bullshit. Yeah. And uh, now he's wearing like black Ku Klux Klan uh, shrouds to his concerts. Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> oh, poor guy. And they call they call us crazy. <laughs> uh, did you guys, did you guys ever... Go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, make a quick uh, smart comment about how... Remember that one Chappelle skit he did about the black KKK guy? <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love Chappelle. Dude, Chappelle is fucking amazing. Just amazing. A comedian and I love that he does not let them like he's uncancelable they try they cannot fucking cancel this guy and he don't give a fuck kind of like Nugent I mean just you know you oh, can yeah. you can try all you want never gonna cancel that guy you know some of them do fall you know just get old and just give, give up like Jesse Ventura used to have some pretty decent shit at times you know sometimes it was off the wall but but then again you know part of me now like when we talk about shit that's off the wall, part of me now is just like, uh, you don't know, you know, if there were any conspiracies that I've ever looked into since I started looking into them, you know, back in 2020 that I wouldn't have subscribed to totally as much as we've even talked about it was the QAnon, the pizza gate. Well then look here two weeks ago, the headlines, the, the guy that the journalist uh, who, who debunked, and I say that with quotations too. The the Pizzagate turns out he wasn't even a journalist before then. That was his that was his uh, his cherry. And turns out he's he's not only friends with the Clintons and Podestas, but a couple of weeks ago he and another guy make headlines that were involved in the Pizzagate debunking. They get busted for having sex with toddlers and being in possession of child pornography. So, so they're literally, it's like I say over and over, there is a kernel of truth in everything. I mean, what, you know, whether it is the extent that QAnon made it or not, the, the point is now there, it's been proven that there is some sustenance to that theory. If the emails weren't enough, you know, um, there were some very cryptic emails from between the guy that owned the pizza joint and 
a John or Tony Podesta. I always get those two mixed up. Which one's yeah, yeah, Elephantis and uh, Tony Podesta. Yes. yes what, what, what about Thank speaking you, of doubles? What about the whole thing of his dad? No, no. He looks just like Rockefeller and his son. What was the, wasn't Cornell. What was the other dude? Oh, you're thinking of Chester Bennington. Yes. Yes. Looks just like him. Yeah. He and Cornell also died. What very, it was very. Uh, Cornell had some the other timeline was close. Bloodline thing. Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah. Well, and is it not also suspicious that they were working together on a on on adding the some of the industry for the child trafficking? Yeah, yeah, they were starting to just like uh, what was his name, uh, Corey Feldman. Yeah, Feldman, and you got Macaulay Culkin. Yep, yep, those dudes. You can just tell something happened to them. Something happened to them. Well, even Justin Bieber, man. Yes, like everyone Bieber. shit. Everyone shits on him, but that. That guy was abused when he was a kid. Yeah, by Puff Daddy, apparently. Yep. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, and they all were. That was the thing is that, you know, I had kids initiation. growing up you know, during that whole Nickelodeon era, right? Where they had iCarly and yes, Herbert, yeah. who was the showrunner there. Yeah. And, you know, and I didn't sit there watching it with them, but I saw stuff later that they were putting out. The, you know, they do these things that are supposed to be like, Funny double entendres for the parents and everything. Yes, it was yes. Way beyond that, it was way beyond that. There's your three dollar work for the day. Yeah, you know the kids at the time. There were certain shows where, like, no, you're not watching that. You know, freaking Teletubbies. No way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they would make they grow up and they'd make fun of us, you know, about it. But I was like, look, this. Is, so, so you know, and then what was the one? The one with Ariana Grande, like where she just acted like the stupidest person in the world. And we realized that, like, you know, Sponge, cause SpongeBob, they actually proved SpongeBob. If yeah. you watch SpongeBob, I love SpongeBob. It's funny, but you let your kids that, watch yeah. that. And they literally, they've tested them. They become stupider after that, right? Yeah. Well, and there's also a lot of occult shit in the, in SpongeBob, too. Some of the, the shit that you see that's in the background that a lot of uh, people you don't, don't see unless you're trying to pay attention to it. You know, Policy and I, Mason Freemasonry symbols. You got the, the compass and the G. In there, and a couple of them. There's a lot of different shit that I've seen. Now, whether it's actually in the episode or not, I've not gone back and tried to pay attention to it because I don't yeah. really give a fuck. You know, Freemasonry's everywhere. We know that. But um, you're right. I mean, there is definitely some. There is definitely some like like two uh, two things going on in the, some of those children's episodes at a time. One yeah. one geared at a at a more sinister meaning in the other. Right. And, and that's what we talked to the kids later. It's like, well, look what happened to, you know, Jamie and, and Britney Spears, right? Look what happened to all of these, you know, kids stars. They were all screwed up. Yeah. Well, I mentioned Orlando Brown a minute ago. He was the little brother in that's so Raven. I love that show. And he, uh, he, he, he's talked about it a lot. He's talked about the, the, you know, them using these, these kids as or abusing them as sexual, you know, ritual, uh, that's actually part of the MK Ultra process. Yeah, uh, some type of abuse, whether it be sexual or some type of torture. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Eventually, just the later in life, they're eventually going to break down from all that all that abuse. Yep. It was so weird. One time when the kids were younger, we went to some some kind of fair. They had you know they had Radio Disney there, and the the kid from our it was friends with our daughter. Her parents were there and they were, they were doing something where it's like, you could put your name in and they would put you on one of the shows. And she's like, 
And she's, she's trying to get my daughter. I'm like, no, no, she's not. And I had no idea about any of this stuff. I just knew like, like, I'm not doing that with my kid. You know, I don't know who these people are. Yeah. And so they would, they would use these type of things from what, you know, looking back on it now to think about it. It's like, yeah, they were, they were grooming kids. Yeah. So you, I don't know if have any of you seen the sound of freedom. I have no. not. I want to though. So part of it. So you guys know my wife's Colombian, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. And so it, this whole thing happened or the whole operation that they show was in Colombia. And it was actually a former, it wasn't the Miss Columbia, but it was, you know, she won one of the cities. She was the one running this. So they had her as the face and she would go talk to the parents and people would recognize her. Right. Yeah. And they would say, oh, bring your kids to this thing. And we're going to, you know, use them for models and everything. And the parents were like, okay, and they're like, no, no, you got to go and come back at five o'clock. And the, the father comes back and both his kids are gone. Oh, shit. Right. And, and, um. And so, you know, and, and my wife's watching this and she's just in tears because there is like right now in Colombia, they have so many people coming over from Venezuela and where we usually stay Cartagena. It's a tourist city, right? What happens with tourists, right? You know, and I've, I've, you know, she won't leave me alone because like if she even goes into a store and I'm waiting outside, of course, I can get in trouble with my Spanish. It, it almost never fails, you know? Couple of girls come up. Hola, yes. <laughs> I'm like nada. <laughs> Do you like King of the Hill? Yes. Have you seen the one where Peggy goes to Mexico and the day she accidentally kidnaps one of the kids and then goes back and and she's trying to get herself out of out of the the charges, the kidnapping charges, and with her own span. The only thing that what gets her out of it is. is oh, I think I see clips from that one. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah her Spanish is so fucking horrible. Yeah. Oh gosh. I love to hate that character. It's hilarious. That was a well put together series. But, uh, well, the other thing I remember was when we did a mission trip down in Haiti, right? That is where you would have, I know we're like way off topic here. No, you're good, guys. This, whatever. Uh, honestly, this whatever. conversation could go whichever. Yeah. So you're good, Bobby Joe. And so, and so we were doing stuff, you know, basically I was <laughs> digging a trench and building a stink pipe because they were putting in real plumbing. Right. And this is just before like we just did this just in time because that's just as we were leaving this, the cholera epidemic hit. And um, but we were in this orphanage and then we finally found out it's like, well, some of these kids did have parents, but the parents were either going to give their kids to someone else or they would or this ministry would take the kids instead. So they wouldn't have to basically sell their kids to the Clintons or whatever. Right. Or voodoo priests. Yeah. And it was. It was insane. It was mind blowing. The missionary we were with, he, he unfortunately passed away, but we're sitting around one day just talking and, you know, it was very uncomfortable place. I gotta say, like I give Haitians a lot of credit. It's, I don't know, man, it was, but now was this, you say you were in Colombia? Well, no, this was in Haiti. I'm sorry. I, oh, I kind of switched topics here. But, oh, okay. But yeah. And Colombia looks like a paradise compared to Haiti. Yeah. Right? I love their, their flour down there. They got some really good flour, Columbia. Like like flour for making bread or like flour flour? Well, it works like it anyway. Oh, oh you mean like beans? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I won't go into that, Poppy. It looked like a bag of flour. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. 
Gee, me and my wife never heard any of those jokes before. Thanks, dude. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Tell, tell her when she goes down there next time. I got a guy. He's going to send me back a bag of flour. Nothing. It's harmless. <laughs> I'm joking. It's harmless. I'm on a yeah. watch list right now. Because you, you know, I would go down and, and we'd have to worry about the, you know, in the old days, the gorillas taking me out. Like, oh, a gringo. We can get a million bucks for this gringo. Let's take him up into the jungle. Yeah. So I dodged that bullet a couple of times. But uh, no, getting back to Haiti, um, we were we were talking to the missionary and somebody made a joke about zombies. And he just like looks at the guy and he's like, oh, zombies are real. Yes, sir. What? No way. If you ever want to look into this, read a book called The, uh, the Rainbow and the Serpent. It was this. I've heard of that? Yeah, it was yeah, this. They made a really bad biologist. What's that? They made like a. They made like a really cheesy. Yeah, they did. Like it was stuff. a Wes Craven movie. I think it was a Wes yeah, Craven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sure was. I think the movie was good. I, I vaguely remember. It was, seeing I it. enjoyed the movie as a lad, and yeah. I still watch it now. But it yeah. just. I feel like in those days to expect something based off the book to actually follow the book. Yeah. Was a big ask. They, they obviously probably, like, I seem to remember they dram- they dramatized it a lot, but. Oh, yeah. The mind, because it didn't get into all the details of. So basically, how it works is you've got a voodoo priest. So have you ever heard of, like, you know, like, like the puffer fish, the blowfish, and, mm-hmm. and how in Japan they'll, they'll make it a kind of sushi? Way go. But, yeah. but it can poison you, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, now, what I didn't realize is they do that intentionally. They 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 let a little of the toxin in because it apparently gives you this like intense body rush. But if they do too much, you appear to die, and they literally can't find signs of life. So what they've had to do, if they suspect somebody in Japan has been poisoned by this, they just leave them on the slab for three days, and sure enough, some of them just suddenly pop off after three days, <laughs> being apparently dead. Now, the alternative is they go and bury those people. That's not good. Yeah, yeah. So what the voodoo priests do is they they poison them with this the uh, hugu, right? And they have another name for it down there. I can't remember what it was. And then they go back to their grave three days later, and they perform this ceremony. It's like in the Bible where Jesus raises Lazarus after three days. It's so freaking evil. Wow, And so the Haitian people, because they already believe in this, they get called out by the voodoo priest. They're like, oh, my gosh, I'm a zombie. And they also give them this other drug called the zombie's cucumber, which is kind of like natural Thorazine. And then yeah. they, they become a slave. They put them to work. And, and the missionary told us he's literally seen zombies, right? Some voodoo priest has them, you know, working, cutting sugar cane or yeah. harvesting. They probably don't let them harvest coconuts because they probably fall out of the tree. and. You know, not do too well, but you know, it's totally a real thing. Totally a real thing. How about that? Well, you know what, you know, as far as like movie lore, we've seen as zombies, the, the rabies virus actually mimics that pretty, pretty close. You know, as far as maybe not the, the cannibalistic or anything like that, but as far as like, that's my uh, favorite part though. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah. Well, apparently in Florida a few years ago, some of that, some of those bath salts would do that. So if you, if yes. <laughs> you're looking to, if you're looking to turn somebody into a zombie, just give them some of those bath, bath salts. You probably find a few, uh, a few treat crankheads that will, would be happy to take that, and we can film them, make our own counter cult zombie movie. <laughs> <laughs> they apparently, I think there was a guy. What 
Florida, wasn't it? That they went a few years back where they found the guy on the bath salts or whatever, the crocodile drug, one of the two, and he was eating somebody. He was eating the whole yeah, guy. Bridge in Miami. Yeah. <laughs> like like cars are driving by and they're like, oh, what's going on with those two? You know? Oh yeah, yeah. This guy like this guy like went straight Dahmer out in the middle of daylight. <laughs> That's scary stuff. I remember for a while that a whole thing with dipping a joint in an embalming fluid was a thing. It made yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah, cool I had thing. one back in the day. Not not a joint. Some of some of the weed that was apparently coated in it. It was uh, I mean, damn. I had almost sworn off smoking at that time. After that, it was just, yeah, and I didn't know it. You know, we were just kid, kids at a party. Yeah. That's like, like formaldehyde, I, isn't it? It is, yes. It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. fuck that. <laughs> yeah, they do this shit. But, but, you know, I mean, people, you got to think these meth heads, I mean, they're, you know, methamphetamines is a process that a lot of these rednecks use, you know, involves shit like lye and, uh, you know, Harsh chemicals, shit that you just, I mean, why would you want to put any of that shit in your body? I mean, the pharmaceutical companies give you enough. <laughs> just and the food the water. Yeah. yeah, the food companies. Making the frogs gay in the tap water. It's proven they are making the frogs gay. Oh, yeah, yeah, they are. They're making the frogs gay, that's for sure. That's, that that's like a scientific sure. fact now. Yeah, that, that well, atrazine. Yeah. What's the, what's the next topic, Outlaw? What you got for us, man? All right, let's change gears a little bit. So let's go into uh, ancient or lost civilizations. So we got Lemuria, Atlantis, and Tartaria. Honestly, we can do whichever. You're the smart guys. <laughs> Chucky, I know you were interested in doing uh, time about Lemuria. What do you got for us yeah. on that? So all those civilizations, there's a theory that they all started at once on the planet. And those were the original pre-Adamite civilizations on the face of the earth. And so you got Atlantis, Lumeria, Tartaria, Mu, and Og. And I mean, obviously finding information about this is all speculative because there's not hard records that we really have evidence of. But you got like Edgar Casey, who was amazing past life regressionist he had a lot of information on looking past lives of people that lived in atlantis and kind of like speculated what they were about so basically they thought that they were fourth dimension yeah fourth dimensional beings that projected into a third dimensional density and then eventually just got stuck being human-ish and uh, they like spread around the globe. Uh, eventually, some of these civilizations like Lumeria and Atlantis went to war with each other. And uh, the technology was off the charts, apparently. They were highly advanced. They had a lot of like what we have today. They had back then. That's like when you find artifacts at a time, like you find a spark plug inside of a rock, it might be... Uh, an artifact from way back then. Um, there was a guy that I was listening to on a podcast and he had this crazy machine that he built. It's kind of like a LIDAR, but it's a little bit different. It kind of works off the principle of dowsing. But he was also a highly trained psychic. And so this machine would only work with him. No one else could use it for some reason. 
and he was able to peer through the layers of the earth a kilometer down and it was able to see buried structures in the earth from millions of years ago so it's rather intriguing and just like tesla the government took all of his machines destroyed them and took all his notes and buried it all so you're never going to find that machine ever again Trump's not like not like anyone else could use it anyways but yeah was that yeah. on mysterious universe because i think i heard that too uh, I think that was on Mysterious Universe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you go to the you go to the episode, they have all the. There was some book they wrote about it. Um, that's cool. What I want to know is, I have never heard of Og. Where the hell was Og? I think I'm getting them confused, but I think that one was over by China. Okay. Um, Lumeria they didn't have was... the marketing to Atlantis and Lemuria, and I always thought Lemuria and Mu were the kind of the same thing. They were both in the Pacific, right? Moo was a little bit more north of that. It was kind of like a Pacific island chain. Yeah. Um, Lumeria was a big continent in between India to Madagascar all the way over to North America. Okay. Like a fairly large continent. And Atlantis was on the other side of North America from like Bimini all the way over to uh, the Pillars of Hercules. Right. And Atlantis always had the good marketing. They had like Plato. Yeah. These other dudes talking about it. Edgar Casey, who, by the way, his whole operation was like one town over from me in uh, Virginia Beach. Oh, crazy. One of the reasons we moved here is because Edgar Casey said Virginia Beach was like the safest place on the eastern seaboard. Because every time we have a hurricane, North and South Carolina always take one for the team for us. <laughs> But that was Casey who tipped me off to that. So <laughs> that's got to listen to those prophets. <laughs> hey, man, they, they don't call them prophets for nothing, right? Yeah. What's interesting, too, is they actually are finding an alliance type civilizations in different parts of the world. For example, let's take uh, Spain. Um, they'll find the same exact um, structures that they said that the Atlantans used, Atlanteans, I should say. Then when you go to, uh, uh, North Africa in the desert, they recently discovered another. Uh, I, want, I don't want to say structure, but let's go with structure. Same exact the eye of the Sahara. Yeah, eye of the Sahara. Same exact patterns yeah. and everything. Then I can't remember where it was. You was either Argentina or somewhere in South America. One of those places also had the exact same patterns and the structures as what they said uh, they would have used in Atlantis. Do you know what's crazy? There's uh, these artifacts that are coming out of Tula Hidalgo, Mexico, and they are forbidden from mainstream archaeology because not only they depict aliens and UFOs, but they also depict Egyptian motif and Sumerian. So that raises like a whole bunch of clusterfucking land claim laws, right? <laughs> you don't want you don't want Egypt being able to claim sovereignty over Mexico because they got artifacts that depict Egyptians there, right? But that almost indicates a mixing of the civilizations from way, way, way back. Oh yeah, and that could be Atlantean. Yeah, if I remember right, the city in Spain where they found well, not city, it was 
well, anyway, I won't get sidetracked there, but where they found these structures was Cadiz, Spain. Then Cadiz nuts. Sorry, come back. Another country oh. heard from. What's that? What's that, Poppy Joe? I said another country heard from. <laughs> uh, so, nuts. <laughs> so, yeah, it was Cadiz, Spain. Then, uh, again, going back to the Sahara, same exact. Uh, then, uh, where was I going with this? What yeah. you look at, I'm sure, like the Grand Canyon, you know, we talked about that a couple times too. I don't, uh, I can't remember which episode uh, or if it was before or after an episode, but we discussed, uh, we need to just start hitting record when we when we get on these calls. We, we do have a lot of cool ass content that we just we let we let sit in the in the, in the nether. But uh, the uh, the stuff in the Grand Canyon, you know, that resembles the uh, the Egyptian yeah, artifacts. Man, there's, uh, there's a huge stuff. conspiracy about the Grand Canyon and Egyptians. Uh, there was supposedly this grand tomb structure that was hidden away up high in one of the canyon walls above the river and uh some uh rock climber found it and he went inside and it was full of pristine egyptian uh mummies and artifacts and hieroglyphs all over the walls and the antiquities minister came in there and buried it all now it's forbidden you're not even allowed to go into that part of the canyon like yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot of you can't go, you can't go into, uh, and it, uh, it really. What's interesting though is, so talking about Egypt and Grand Canyon and all that. So, okay, I want to say it was uh, Eric Van Daniken from. You'll see him a lot in Ancient Aliens, but he was mentioning that Mars. You know, okay, so red planet. Then you can look at the Grand Canyon. A lot of their surface is red red desert but anyway he was saying that uh this ancient civilization that lived on mars went to egypt they used that as an outpost and now you see the same structures and like you were saying mummies and all this uh, artifacts there resembling egyptian artifacts and i mean who knows maybe this ancient civilization used the grand canyon as well or and i hate it's kind of like a retirement home like yeah, you know, the taxes were lower, <laughs> the money went farther. You know, good, nice climate. I think they even found some Egyptian stuff amongst some of the Anasazi uh, relics that they've uncovered. Yeah. Well, um, well they put the man, the dam up here, Norse, when they were surveying that land. If you go up there, I'm pretty sure there's photos of it in the museum up there. There was a, from what I understand, an Egyptian style like temple building for the ruins of one, the remains of one. And that's all, that's all Norse Lake now. Damn. Yeah. Who knows what this ancient world was like, man. So you got, are you guys well, familiar with, with oh, go ahead, Maddie. Well, I was just going to say also like the, the cross cultural stuff like that just only makes sense to a degree because like, theoretically there were, you got Pangea, but there were also yeah. like seven other supercontinents have formed you know the, the topographical part of this planet throughout the millennia so like when you see similar structures and similar art that stuff kind of makes sense to me you know because almost like uh it's almost like we got split for a reason right kind of lines up with i think the tower of babel yeah uh, right because if you're gonna anything. 
if you're going to change the language, why wouldn't you also separate them by, you know, literal thousands of miles of water? So I always kind of always kind of go back to like the Pangea and the supercontinents when it comes to like finding things that don't make sense. That's I mean that's a smart theory, thing. really. Um, that that's I mean that's really interesting. I I agree with you, mate. Like there is there is a lot of shit that we see. I mean, just like us in Europe. I mean, look at the mounds. Yeah, you know, look at the you know especially here in the community a lot. You talk about ley lines and and the the mounds, the the similarities. You know all those things uh, that I mean it adds up. And like Maddie's theory there, it just it, you know the Tower of Babel theory. It could have been separate. Yeah, I don't see that being a stretch really. Montana too, that looks exactly like the stonework in Peru. Um, that's a little known outside of certain uh, groups that like to discuss it, but. It's even got the same forming nodules that when they supposedly pour the rock because they they think they liquefied the rock to make those walls kind of like cast in place, that they leave these little forming nodules on some of the rocks. They just jut out a couple inches, right? And those are on that wall in Montana. And the mainstream scientists say that, oh, no, that rock wall is all natural. I call bullshit on that one. Mm-hmm. We already know that the ancient civilizations had technology far beyond what we're taught in in, in secondary school. You know that uh, there obviously there's a lot we're not taught, but we know that there's a lot more to it than what we're taught. I mean, the you know there's plenty of evidence out there that there were far that they were far more. Uh, technologically advanced than what we give them credit for, if not far more technologically advanced at one time, maybe than we even are now. Yeah. Uh, well, and to touch back on Atlantis, right? The the Emerald Tablet of Hermes Trismegistus that's supposed to go back to Atlantis, and apparently from there go back to Mew, from what I understand. And that's like a whole. It's like depending on which translation you get, right? It's like thirteen lines, and that's impacted 80% of occult theology into modernity. One of the things that always confused me about Plato and Atlantis was he mentioned the Athenians won a war against Atlantis and vice versa, 900 BC, if I remember right, but I'm trying to After remember. which destruction of Atlantis, because there yeah. were supposedly there three was, different destructions. Yeah, and then we go back to 9000 BC and then it's still mentioning Atlantis, so yeah, you're definitely on yeah, something. Plato's also retelling a story that he supposedly, if I'm not mistaken, he heard it from his mentor, the mystery schools in like Alexandria. I think it was Solon. Solon, yeah. 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 Well, Solon heard it from the Egyptians. He heard it from, I think he heard it from Solon who heard it from the Egyptians. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> it had come from the mystery school. Well, you look at Egypt. Right. Yeah. And the scale of things they did with the pyramids and the Sphinx and never. Right. And that's where the that's where the tablet comes from, because that's the part of the lineage of Atlantis in that in that train of thought is you went from Mu to Atlantis, Atlantis to Egypt, yep. Egypt to, you know, where where the largest pyramid in the world is. Oh, I know this. I want to say either Mexico or. Uh, Shit, China. I don't. I don't think so. Isn't it like is it Alaska? 
It's Bosnia. Yeah. Oh. Is it the base well? The Temple of the Sun. And then opposing it on the other side of the valley is the Temple of the Moon, which is pretty well just as big. They're literally the size of a mountain. And they're buried under soil and they've only recently started excavating into it a little bit. And these are actually poured concrete blocks. And the concrete is a stronger formation than what we make today. It's phenomenal. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Chucky. I was going to say, it's just mind blowing that the biggest pyramid in the world is in Bosnia. Not really what you would think. But pyramid culture like permeates pretty well every continent. The only spot that we really have a bit of a dead zone is North America. But there's the rumors of the Black Pyramid in Alaska. And supposedly around the Bermuda Triangle in the swamps of Florida, uh, somebody took a LIDAR over the swamp there. And there was a pyramid-like structure anomaly underneath the swamp. So maybe one got sucked into the earth over there. Well, you you do have the Mayan and the Aztec pyramids. And even the Hopewellian, they had these things. They could have been pyramids. They could have been ziggurats. But all that's left are the, the base, the bases of the mounds, right? Right. But they were obviously not in the scale of, you know, the Egyptian pyramids or these. I'm looking at this, this one in Bosnia now. This is mind-blowing. It's huge. Yeah, I'm actually looking at it on my phone. Yeah, it's your price, literally the side of a mountain. Just a mountain. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys Which brought up the pyramids. So I'm... Go ahead. How many pyramids are actual mountain structures around the world that we just have never uncovered? That's the thing about the Grand Canyon. I look at those structures. They they look too uniform to be random, random natural landscapes. They look more like actual structures. Yeah. I got a mountainside right beside me that uh, one of the hills looks very pyramidal. And like way, way, way back in the day, they actually punched mine shafts into the side of it looking for gold, supposedly. But I think that maybe they were seeing if it actually was a pyramid because there's no gold on that mountain. But yeah, the mount the mine shaft goes right into it, and there's a logging road that circles it all the way up to the top. You guys are talking about pyramids. Have you guys ever heard of the uh, the island named after uh, the one of the Rothschilds' wives? It's called. Uh, it's not an island. It's uh, there is an island actually in Antarctica named after them, but uh, Rothschilds. But this is a this is a city. Uh, it's uh, it's Felicity, California. And it's like it's like it's owned by the Rothschild family, and, li- and it's literally like a cult uh, that lives there. But they have a pyramid there where they do this ceremony, like everybody that comes in, and it's like a like a you sign this thing. Apparently, this there was like a TikTok video on it where some girls visited it, and and yeah, they, you know, yeah, you have to give them blood and shit. Yeah, yeah. So this place exists. This place literally exists. It's literally just a town that they own. They named after one of the, one of the Rothschild's wives, and it's called Felicity, Felicity, California. Um, wow! Yeah, and it's got a pyramid. It looks uh, looks a lot like the. Uh, uh, it has a lot of the same symbolic look as like the uh, the temple on on Epstein's Island, which is also where they did rituals in that one too. Um, I just thought that was noteworthy. Anyway, you're talking about the pyramids. There's something. There's. I think there's a lot more, which we know that there's a lot more to the significance of the pyramids. But 
you know, that kind of goes to show that there's, I mean, it's everywhere. It's on our dollar. It's on, you know, it's, it's, uh, there's a lot of symbology to the pyramids. The country with the most known pyramids is actually China. Yes. And most of them are buried underneath rice paddies. And that was a government proposed initiative to cover them up and keep them away from prying eyes. Because apparently when they explored one or two of them, they found giant skeletons in them, blonde hair. So it doesn't fit their nationality. And that goes against their narrative, right? So they don't want the world to see that. Yeah. But also they went into that one and they found that emperor's terracotta warriors. So they did let the world see that one. Yes. With the ocean of mercury in there. Wow. Go ahead. Go ahead, Poppy. No, I was just, I was just saying, whoa. Yeah. yeah, That's nothing surprised me with China though. I mean, uh, China does what China wants and there's nobody's going to tell them anything, any different. I don't, yeah. Um, I think, what I've been seeing, apparently, there's a lot of conflict over this over the South China Sea right now, too, uh, with our uh, trying to intimidate some of the warships and stuff. Uh, this is going to segue a little bit into Tartaria, but um, so if you look at the Great Wall of China, so there was a rumor. Still I'm trying to verify this, but here we go, <laughs> Maddie. <laughs> yeah, a lot of debate over that one too. Yeah, but uh, so if you look at the uh, some of the old texts I'll uh, post it on the discord, but they were saying that uh gray wall of China actually at one point converged with uh, the Goron wall with Alexander, the wall of Alexander at one point in history. I don't know, having a little hard time believing that, but um, who knows, man, I mean, anything's possible. And the way the, I don't, how do I tr- articulate this? So the way, the texts say, like, um, the walls of Alexander was to keep invaders away from the north. And it was also said the same thing about the Great Wall of China. It was also keep, to keep uh, invaders away coming from the north. So who knows, man, maybe there was a connection there at one point in history or not. But uh, that's the problem with Tartaria, though. It's just uh, too many, that's the word I'm looking for, they clusterfuck the timelines. There we go. Well, there's too many subjective interests yeah. involved yeah. in the, you know, for, for, for anybody to come out with and claim any objective truth to it. Muddy the waters and distort the view. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Maddie and I have just, we've all discussed it on the show many times, you know, the victor's right history. So, you know, these, you know, just like China, you know, you're not going to have anything that the, the CCP doesn't want you to know. No, I don't mean countercall podcast. <laughs> I wish we had to say so, but we don't. <laughs> if only. Yeah. Uh, the Chinese, the Chinese come evidence off the coast of China and Japan of an ancient civilization that is a hundred feet below sea level. So you can dive to it, but it's really hard to get to. It's really rough seas. But when you go down there, there's only there's like these Olmec like heads mm-hmm. of stone underneath the water there. Uh, there's stone park benches, uh, all these rectangular structures that are covered in reef now. Uh, buildings everywhere. It's crazy. 
And yet they say that the Earth's only 4,000 years old. Yeah, man. So I'm working on a theory. I'm not the smartest guy in the room, but I'm working on this theory that some of these ancient Mongolians made it over to the east, or not the eastern, but the western seaboard around the coastlines of Oregon and California. Um, my reason being is during the 1290, 1290 AD, um, there were some stories of the Mongolians trying to invade Japan. And in one of the stories, there was a giant storm called a kamikaze. Kamikaze. Yep. And apparently blew off some of these Mongolian warships off away from Japan or whatever. And I think some of them could have possibly landed here in, like I was mentioning, California and Oregon, but that theory still probably Vancouver Island too. Yeah. Yeah. Still trying to research that, but that's one of my theories. And as far as Tartaria goes, man, I think it's just a overgeneralized term for, let me backtrack a little bit. So I'm not sure you guys listened to the kill the mockingbirds or they were talking about Asian civilizations here, like just uh, here in the U S I should say. Uh, I remember, but I love that show. Yeah. I love it when they do their spaces fake and gay. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I love the fact that uh, I love the fact that uh, Joel he he just uh, he doesn't have a filter. Uh, yeah. yeah, he fits right in. Yeah, but, but yeah. So um, so they were talking about this one of their episodes about how there was already civilizations here, like the giants, Egyptians, like we were mentioning, so on and so forth. I think. The word Tartaria is just a overgeneralized term, meaning where am I going with this? Just an overgeneralized term for trying to put a name to all these. Uh, yeah, like an umbrella term for yeah, yeah, so advanced civilization. Yeah, yeah, a placeholder. Yeah. Well, well, it gets. I mean, I've heard, and and again, maybe I'm not listening to the the A team of Tartaria theorists, but there was a dude. It was Sean Hibbler who was on um who was on Sam Tripoli and you know bless Sam's heart he just gets really enthusiastic and stuff but this guy had <laughs> this guy had nothing I mean it was just all anecdotal and <clears throat> you know I mean usually if I Google around about some conspiracy and I see all the usual outlets saying oh this is fake this is not true you know Wikipedia craps all over it I want to believe it. At that point, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm half convinced that all these other, you know, normal narrative outlets are saying it's bullshit. And it's like, yeah, it's probably true. But I couldn't, I couldn't even get anything coherent out of it. So I think I mentioned this to Maddie once. So there is one of my favorite writers is Jorge Luis Borges, which I'm sure you've all read. Um, <laughs> so I always read stuff that's real popular. But anyway, he was, Borges was, uh, Really cool because he he's got this affinity for another writer that I love dearly, which is Lovecraft. But he's all about like labyrinths and different versions of reality. Like he was doing this alternate reality stuff long before anybody like Philip K. Dick was into it, or maybe he was just starting at that point. But he wrote a short story, and I'm probably not pronouncing it right. It's called uh, Clone Upar Orbius Tertius. Orbis Tertius, which that one's Latin, so I know how to sort of how to pronounce that. So basically the story is he's talking to a friend. So it's him and his friend. It's like they're actual characters in the 
real people or characters in the story. They're talking about some stuff. And as Frank quotes this, um, you know, proverb that fornication and mirrors are both abominations because they produce more men. And so he, well, Borges thought this was like a really cool line. He's like, where'd you get that? He goes, well, it was actually from, you know, supposedly from this civilization called Plon, but it doesn't really exist. But then there's this country that talks about their mythology, but I couldn't find that anywhere either. So that one almost sounds like Tartaria. But then there's this secret society that's been working through the centuries Here to insert information about this fake world coming out of a fake country to the point where it people actually start to believe it. So that's what Tataria reminded me of. So what that means, though, is that somebody wants people to believe this. And I looked into, like, Fomenko, the guy who does the alternate timeline out of Russia. He's, like, completely full of crap. And, again, this this is somebody who, you know, he came up out of the whole Soviet era. Where, yeah, it was ultra-nationalist propaganda, basically. What well, some saying. of it yeah, yeah. later was. Some of it yeah. later was. But, like, you've got some people who are so deeply cynical because, you know, think about how, like, Stalin, like, people would just disappear down the memory hole. Like, you know, the Pravda would, you know, print a picture of him standing next to some guy, and then they'd edit the guy out of the picture because he was off to the gulag. Or, you know what I'm saying? So so I just think that, but, but here's somebody in this country talk about it. And, and this, you know, maybe Maddie will relate to this, but if you've ever done, like, extensive research and... But when I read something and it's so comprehensive that it becomes boring, then I trust it. Like if you look at like Dave Polites, right? Yep. If you watch his movies, they're like really cool and interesting. But if you read the books, it's case after case after case where there's like slight variations, but it's so well documented. It's like reading a police file, right? Like like police work is boring. Well, you are. I mean, yeah, David David Politis was a very, uh, yeah, he was a very accomplished uh, investigator on top right. of that, really. But that lends credibility to me when something, when I, when I actually go through the receipts and look at it, you know, that it's that comprehensive. Whereas you've got, you know, the people that I've heard, they're just dropping all these, you know, mind grenades and, you know, the type of stuff that Sam loves. But like, okay, but what's behind it? Right. Like, like, can you, can you show me where you got this and what the, oh no, but if you go to the world's fair and, you know, notice that you don't see this, you don't see that. Okay. You tell me what I don't see. Well, well, tell me what there is then, please. And you know, when you get, when you get into it, they're all like, oh, well, it was just all made up by a bunch of Catholic monks, like a bunch of Benedictine monks. Oh, okay. So, okay. So uh, what about the um, Dead Sea Scrolls? Did the Benedictine monks hide those in a cave in, in Israel? And Know, did they did they somehow go and, and learn Hebrew and fake the Jewish Torah? Like, can you just just walk me through this? Well, how does this work? You know, and and you don't get any of that. So, so I just took a big dump on Tataria. If, if anyone really <laughs> loves this, and that's I'm it's sorry. like a endless rabbit hole. Yes, it always you is. Know, and it's well, you know, it's like a find the evidence. You're gonna find the evidence in Antarctica. Fight me, Chucky. Fight me. Well, Chucky, I mean, it's a good point. If there was the mountains, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know. But that's man. the reason we're not allowed to go there. Well, yeah, there's something there for sure. Oh, yeah. I don't doubt that there, there is something there. Well, you just got to look at the Perry Reese map. Yeah, okay. Okay. So that is a legit thing because, yeah, if you – is that Tataria? Did Tataria co-op that? I don't know. But Tataria was Mongolia. Well, it was Mongolia. Yeah. Well, it was – literally, there are people in Russia called Tartars. Yes. And yeah. Don't, and maybe they do eat raw steak. I don't know. But they don't have the stuff you put on fish that I know. Yeah. Yeah. That whole region was referred to as Tartary. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And, and the, you know, the, that the, was it. That's the all the race map is a legit thing that I've, I've seen. Yeah. Right. That they couldn't, they somehow didn't get rid of. But if someone wants to argue, okay, well, that's what Tataria was. Okay. Show me the connection. Or if there's not one, then show me something. <laughs> you yeah. brought up a really good point that I want to highlight though, real quick. When you, when you first started talking, uh, Bobby, about, uh, Seriously, that's what where I get onto a lot of the shit that I get onto. Uh, be uh, mostly comprised of bullshit. I don't know, but I do. We were talking about if if there is a common narrative among the the industry owned media, mm-hmm. uh, that's when I will pay attention to a subject and look elsewhere to find out to find some facts on it. Yes, uh, and, and that's what got me going with all this. Like when they you know, it was originally when I first got into yeah. all this stuff, it was uh, giants because. Mm-hmm. You know, I started trying to Google around about it and like, why does freaking every fact checking outlet care about whether or not I believe exactly? See, if those cocksuckers are putting that much time and effort into something, it's not like for somebody. What what the fuck do you care? Yeah, exactly. Literally giant footprints in stone that they can't hide. Yeah. Well, I mean, Joel, and we had Joel on the show, my friend, he literally has a fucking hand from a, I mean, you know, Literally a skeletonized hand, a skeleton, you know, hand they unearthed over here in a, in a close by town, you know, buried with, with the natives. Uh, but uh, just to my point, though, that brought a good point up there, Bobby, that, you know, if these cocksuckers are putting that much time and energy into uh, covering something, it makes you wonder why. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also not to say that once they condition you to do that, they do a head fake. Yeah. They yeah. Yeah. Denying something that actually is bullshit. Well, they do a great job of it. Our heads are always spinning. Well, I mean, that's what QAnon was, right? And I got to admit, I, I almost, you know, you never go full QAnon, but I almost did, you know. I could have, like, just, you know, crashed my whole career into a mountain, you know, yeah. based on that. Because I thought, you know, John F. Kennedy was going to come back and lead us into the golden age or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It was about back then. Yeah. Well, you, you know, know saying it's like it's like some people out there are real good at this, and and I don't know, I don't know. So so I now I I tend to be more skeptical. I check things out, but well, you know, isn't when, that the same sort of shit they're doing for uh for like army recruitment now, where they're doing like the uh, the fun the fun little I don't know whatever you call them TikTok or they snippets clips whatever where they're just using like psyop personnel as like media influencers to get recruitment up. Okay. That sounds about par for the course. Yeah. They tried yeah. the trannies and that didn't work. So they, now they're trying something else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, if you can't beat all the female swimmers, just come and join the army. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> 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 fucking it's, swim here. <laughs> dude, it is fucking lunacy. I mean, anymore. It is just fucking lunacy. 
I have, you know, I have no problem with the people that want to do that. You know, you're if you're an adult, do what the fuck ever. I mean, you want to tuck your shit, you know, whatever. But uh, you know, we have we are we've literally witnessed and continue to to sit by passively as society and in this country and and beginning in a lot of others to just absolutely degrade to uh, insanity. Yeah, well, you draw the line on you know some dude in the locker room with your daughter or. But yeah, that shit ain't fucking happening. giving her a concussion, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit ain't fucking happening here. It, you know what? Like, and here's this is what I'm always thinking of every time I hear these stories. I'm like, all right, all right. Now, now we need some of the badasses, some of the guys that they weren't beating at these sports to identify as women, join the women's sports, and fight <laughs> only the ones that have done that. Then, then, you know, that's what needs to happen. I mean, we can all play that game. I mean, I, I will put on a skirt and go after one of these motherfuckers. Dude, same same with like, you know, if, if there's a 40-year-old man that thinks he needs to use the restroom in the same restroom as my daughter, that's fine. That's fine. I'll tell her, you go ahead and go in there and go in the stall. I'll be in there in a second. Because I, it's fine. We two can play that game. You know, yeah. I can wait. I can wait for him to come out and beat the fuck out of him in a woman's bathroom. And there ain't a camera, you know. Uh, that, that's the insanity part, you know. It's uh, they they put these stupid ideas in, and and people who uh, with the current thing, they jump right on board. And a con- funny thing is, is these idiots they contradict themselves, and so like the, you know, a lot of this got started with the feminist movement. Uh, and now, what has what have you actually accomplished? Like in the L- uh, the LBGT stuff. You know, I have no problem with LBGT, uh, the bunch themselves. But you now you're allowing uh, the next current thing, which is uh, these, they're now calling minor attracted people, these fucking pedos, uh, to join in on that movement. And you've just devalued the entire movement. A lot of them are fucking sick of it, man. They, a lot of the well, ones well, they, that are- they, they go wherever the victims are, right? So when, mm-hmm. when I was, my wife and I were doing kids ministry, you know, we, we did background checks. Yeah. But yeah. then we, you know, we came to a new church here and, you know, my daughter had this teacher and every time she missed class, it'd send a note like, oh, Mr. Jerry's so dedicated to this until they caught him. Kitty porn. Right. Wow. And you got to watch people like a hawk and you can't let the kids out of your sight. No. You know, we, we always had some places won't even allow a husband and wife because sometimes they can be colluding. But I would always make sure we had at least one kid volunteer and it was always like i see you you see the other person the other person's watching the kid we're all watching each other yeah you know and as soon as something comes up that doesn't smell right it's like nope not doing it i get the dude out of my class he was like spending all his time talking to the young girls like hey dude girls don't have any trouble with anything they know how to do everything boys need help they're chewing on crayons either go help the boys or i don't need your help that was me (laughs) well me too i had a twin sister i was you know i was like an idiot compared to her for but you're right yes yeah and it's uh, but like i said you know society is is uh, slowly uh, not even slowly we're fucking tumbling head over you um i'm just i'm just begging for the rapture like some days I wake up and I'm like, it's time, bro. It's time. It's it's not too far off. Yeah. I don't want to say how can it get worse because it can. Just just wait. <laughs> yeah. Just, 
Just wait a minute. How could it get worse? We bring back Atlantis, we bring back Lumeria, we bring back all those ancient civilizations and all the mythical wonders that we thought were just myths and legends, and suddenly they're real. Yeah. Right? That's what it is. I'm a Noah. Yes, sir. Well, do you guys have any final thoughts before we close out? Yeah, I wanted to touch on one thing. We were talking yes, about the body doubles. Have you guys heard of the? Uh, heard of this on one of the of the of our fellow podcast? I can't remember which one. Um, I'm horrible with that. But uh, REM drones or clones? I mean, wow, I never heard of that. Yeah, yeah. If you guys get a second, check that out. REM clones. There's a cloning facility for humans in Canada, actually, and uh, supposedly you can like fast grow the clone. So. They're like aged up to what you are and they can like insert your memories to a certain point into the clone. Supposedly like this is all conjecture, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that's like the most occult of the occult knowledge. Yeah. But it's, uh, yeah. If you want to disappear like Epstein, you fast grow this clone fucking Kim in the prison cell and Epstein's off in Lebanon dancing with people at the club. Yep, I saw that picture, man. True story. Yeah. Hey, you know what? It keeps us talking. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. We'll see. The, I mean, these people will meet there. You know, they'll meet it. They'll meet their end one day. You know, it's not. Uh, I mean, his face is so popular now. It's not like he can actually go out anywhere. And, Enjoy themselves, you know, none of them. Oh, but he could easily put on one of those masks and look like yeah. somebody else. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Never know what you're looking at he on the TV. Joe Biden right now, and we don't have a fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. All he's got to do is trip when he gets off the plane. Yeah. I heard his piece of shit son trying to beg for people to act like humans. <laughs> it's pitiful. Up, up, up at the Capitol, apparently something about the deposition and he wasn't supposed to be there and showed up anyway. And wasn't he with, uh, Senator Fartwell there. Who's that? He was with Smallwell. Oh, Swallowwell. Yeah. Yeah. That fucking cocksucker. Now you want to talk about a fucking piece of shit. That is a piece of shit. That is a fucking turd. I mean, just every, I mean, he just jumps on board. Fucking he's black. He's fucking, I love it. They're whatever they need to be to fucking to, to grift to uh, virtue signal. Uh, yeah, swallow whales a piece of shit. I fucking hate all of them, uh, but not just not just on that side either. Uh, they're pieces of shit on both sides. I think all of them. You know, one thing. One thing uh, I would love to see is uh, is um, for fucking term limits for one. But uh, I would love to see uh, you guys seen in Argentina. They they. Yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're turning that shit. Yeah, he's like, hey, it's gonna suck. It's gonna suck for the first for the first little bit, but uh, this shit's good. We're getting this shit right. How long do you think he's gonna live, though? I mean, well, being that being as though he just ended their central bank, and cut the yeah. Rothschilds off, probably not long. Seriously, I mean, here yeah. comes the CIA. Yeah, yeah, here comes the CIA. We'll send an American <laughs> to fuck everything up. That's the way we do it with the CIA. And if, if in a couple of months he changes his mind about all this stuff and his ears don't look quite right, then... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He'll have a change of heart and a change of face and 
I guarantee he, it. He grew in office. He grew into the role. He, he, yeah. he understands. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll probably see that. I don't know. We're to the point not. now. Oh, the one who's really cool is the guy in, uh, what's his name, Nicaragua, is it? Not for sure I've heard about it. He's the one who's been putting every single. Oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. MS-13 yes. scumbag in jail. Like, 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 I think 10% of the country's population is in jail now because they're all MS-13 gangbangers. But they love them, you know. And all the liberals are going nuts. But, hey, too bad. Well, yeah, because if you break into that money, you're breaking into the CIA's money. I mean, you're cutting into that. Well, yeah, he's so far, it seems like he's managed to stay alive. But again, yeah, I just I just think there's a point where they can keep a lid on things for so long until people just get real fed up. And then, yeah, I think that's why our guy that we're talking about in Argentina is not dead yet. If he if he's not, because we are. We're to the point where they're where every move that they make, they're now being they're being watched. We know it. Yeah, I mean, it was a bummer when uh, Bolsonaro um, when he lost because obviously, I mean, the guy who who beat him, uh, what the communists say, what was Lula? He was a felon. He literally got yeah. convicted of a felony, and he still won somehow. Uh, Brazil, Brazil, yeah, Brazil. yeah. And of course, in, you know, in Colombia, where my wife is from, they had this. Economy Petro, although the Colombians, I don't think they're going to just roll over like the Venezuelans did because they basically, the, the people that actually do, do anything over there, the people that are able to actually run a business or hold down a job, whatever, they do admire America, at least what it used to be, right? Yeah. Which, you know, you don't get not very common in South America, but especially in like places like Medi, they get it. They get it, but and I don't, we'll see what happens. Yeah, maybe oh, yeah. retire there. But if it doesn't, if it doesn't get better, I mean, they had a great president with the rebate, but you know, he did five terms and he finally had to retire. Yeah, so I don't know, man. You know, we talked about you know one of the Azores. You know, going somewhere where <laughs> the government can't get us to take our money or do something, but. It's going to get to a point where it's like, where do you go? Where do you go? Right. Canada? No. <laughs> it's expensive as hell right now. Well, unless, unless, unless Chucky can, like, you know, he, he can uh, convince Vancouver to secede from Canada and, oh, fuck. you know, <laughs> it'll just be like this armed camp. Average house in Vancouver is at least a million dollars to buy. That ain't happening. No. And then around my small ass town, the average price is like four fifty for just like a two bedroom, one bath house. Is that Canadian dollars or US? Uh, Canadian. They're almost they're almost well at one point they were almost even, right? Not anymore. Not anymore? Okay. I think we're like seventy cents to the dollar or something like that. Yeah, could be worse. I'm not going to lie. I think the best shows come from Canada. Red Green Show, Shorzy, Letter Kenny, you name it. Kenny's a banger. <laughs> yeah. Terrence and Philip. <laughs> it's it's always duct tape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know, the be- I know at one point the best weed came from there. That was for sure. Still does, man. Triangle goes from California up into British Columbia, and uh, my small town 
is actually like right around where the best stuff comes from. So like when still when weed was still prohibited, there was a lot of outdoor grows here. And we had like world renowned strains that were making like pot magazines and everything. Yeah. And uh so you know, I grew up on the strongest <laughs> weed around. Yeah, I do remember um I do remember some of those strains. I was yeah, you know, I was into growing then. I do remember some of those some of those awesome strains. Northern Lights. The C Northern Lights was one of the my favorites. White rhino. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was some yeah. I liked White Rhino a lot. But uh Anyways, guys, what a fucking awesome first for all and friends, man. I, I've enjoyed the fuck out of this. Yeah, man, that was a good, good show. Absolutely. Well, guys, you got anything else? I was going to talk about Hobbits from Moo, but after the, after the last story, it just doesn't feel right. <laughs> well, that's fine. We can save for next time. We got, we got plenty more. We got plenty more in the pipe, man. Plenty more in the pipe. Maddie, you're looking like a beast over there, dude. Keep Thanks, it up, my man. man. I'm, I'm two weeks. I'm two weeks in. Well, this will be the third week on the diet. Hell yeah! Kicking ass back on the hormones. I'm loving it. Hell yeah! Had the the horrible the horrible test flu last week, but I'm back up and strong. Keep <laughs> up confused, the vitamins, man. Yeah, I confused the hypothalamus there for for a few. Days. <laughs> had me freezing, but uh, I did it. Yeah, I had the chills and everything. You know how it is. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I thought that was some of the prune juice. The what? Prune juice. Oh, oh, it's from juice, but not the prune juice. Now I'm a, the prune <laughs> juice. Dude. God, you want to talk about instant results, uh, <laughs> dude? You want to lose ten pounds in a week? You will. Uh, you, can lose, <laughs> you can lose in a couple of hours. That is some potent shit. Yeah, you ain't uh, lying. Oh god. Yeah, I felt that one for. I ass felt that one for days. Uh, Did it resemble the Japanese flag? <laughs> damn near it man damn near it it looked like dude it, it felt like i fell off the back of a motorcycle bare ass and slid for a few miles <laughs> one of my most painful experiences was drinking an entire bottle of tabasco and then uh well we won't even go there <laughs> what, what did you do i actually gave myself a slight it's not exactly an allergic reaction but it's a body reaction to hot sauce uh, me and my best friend, we were making Caesars out of this one hot sauce called Megadeth. But they have these different Scoville tiers to their bottles. And we got the one that was just below the health waiver <laughs> called uh, Ultra Death. And just a couple dots of that in your cup was like drinking bear mace. It was absolutely painful. And the day after, way worse. Way worse. Drink the bear mace? You just turn your asshole into Mount Vesuvius. <laughs> <laughs> Shit comes out the same color it went in. <laughs> just look. That's how my Tabasco experience was. Yeah, I, I love Tabasco's uh, scorpion. I'm a huge, I love the flavor of the scorpion pepper, the Trinidad scorpions. Uh, I'm a huge fan of those. Uh, I, caught, I like all the hot shit, but I don't like the concentrates. And it's not because they're hot. I mean, if you want something that's damn near as hot as any of those concentrates, just throw you a habanero in a pan. A fresh habanero will do that. You know, not not a sauce, but like, you know, but just throw it in a pan. And but uh, I love Tabasco scorpion sauce. It's like it's the scorpion pepper and some pineapple juice and you know a couple other ingredients, and and it is it'll burn your ass up, and it is super good. 
soup like it tastes good. The concentrates just don't taste good to me. Yeah, they lack the flavor. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like smoking concentrate uh, uh, THC. You know, I like I like it. Does the job well. But then again, you know, every now and then I like to I like the good flavor of a flower. You know, so. All righty, fellas. Do you guys have any uh, hosting thoughts before we shut her down? Nope, I'm tapped. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> well, Chucky, Poppy, thank you guys so much again. I'm looking forward to doing this again. We've got a few more, a uh, few more ideas in the pipeline for the upcoming Rollin' Friends. Once again, thinking about doing the uh, the rewilding roundtable, yeah. and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna work through some of that stuff with uh, Rosemary and see what you know what kind of topics she'd like to hear. And I think she might she might come on one or two and. He's got a pretty hectic schedule too, so but uh, looking forward to doing all of that. So, a lot of things in the pipeline for the Counter Cold fans. We love and appreciate every one of you. And uh, next time, we'll see you next Tuesday. See you, fellas.